going on, Jake? What's going on, boss? How you doing tonight, my main man? Welcome to On and Off the Field with their fan, Dylan. Yeah, we got, buddy. We got a we got some important business to take care of right off the start of the show. Should we do it now, or do we need to like give her a minute? Do we need to like is like now good? Um, we'll give her a minute. We'll get do the warm up first, and then we'll. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna yeah. give it a second. We got we got important business to take care of, but we're gonna give it a minute. Yo, those primos, what's going on, man? Um, I think we're we're having Rapid Dave on tonight. Boy, over at Strikeout, uh, over at Strikeout Beer, Rapid Dave Streams, he'll be joining us for a little while on the show. But main priority tonight is we're gonna be talking about some uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award stuff. Oh yeah. So, kind of, we're just gonna like do a couple. That like we chose, like you know, our teams, and then you know, a couple others that we want to bring up. But if you want us to discuss or look into or talk about like someone, a specific team, specific player that's awarded or a nominee, then we'll bring them up. But we'll give you the website, all the info when we get there. But mm-hmm. first and foremost, let's get through this warm up. Let's make sure everybody out there is freaking flossing. Yeah. Um. Oh, I messed up. <laughs> Make sure you're flossing. Yeah. Which is follow, like, observe, subscribe, and share anything on and off the field related. And my boy Durf can tell you much, much more about flossing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's recommended out of 10. 10 out of 10 podcasters recommend flossing and approved by Stefan Diggs. But you can follow, like, observe, and share on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube or our Twitch channels, which we are currently live on right now. And you can find us on all of those platforms at OOTF Podcast. Make sure to click the link in the video description to get all the other links that you need to be successful in following this podcast. Make sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts so that we know how we're doing and what you like or dislike about this award-winning show. Nobody dislikes anything about the show, though, right? No. No, nobody. Wait, who could possibly dislike anything about this dumpster fire that we call a podcast? (laughs) I couldn't think of one negative thing to say. (laughs) Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you. I see we've got a lot of people in here. A couple of likes coming in here. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to the show. We got this fancy little phone number up here in the top right-hand corner. That is the right-hand corner, right? Yeah. Yep. That number, um, you should be able... We haven't had anyone try to call in yet, but if you wanted to call in, I'm pretty sure that number will work. If it doesn't, then you know it doesn't work. We'll try and fix it. Yeah, we'll try and fix it for next week. So, you know. Just anything that an award-winning podcast, you know, natural, can't do things right. And in the top left-hand corner is our wonderful network that we're very happy to be a part of, the Notoriety Sports Network, which is approaching freaking 20,000 followers on Facebook. Wow. Get some. Let's go. So they're really great over there. A lot of great content posting things like as they happen a lot of other great shows so it's just up and coming Twenty thousand followers and it's just going to keep getting better this is just the start nice. of the network so bada bing bada boom um, there you go 
What else? Is that the whole warm up? We already done with that? Yeah, it's a lot shorter nowadays than uh than it used to be. Yeah, we used to say a lot more. Yeah. Things changed. Which is fine. Yeah, feel yeah. better. You know, we don't have to riddle. Not all change is bad. Exactly. Not all change is bad. Yeah, the website is dead. But the website <laughs> description, the website link, the new one, just gives you links to everything. And mm-hmm. that should be in the description of this video. I wonder what awards. Oh, dude. I don't know if it's going to work because I got a green screen. But if you can see it. Bam. The Maps Media, Maps Media Next Best Podcast Winner. Right there. This is like glass. This is like a real thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Nice and, nice and hefty. Nice and nice and hefty on and off the field. He has one. It's behind him somewhere with his Funko Pops. Somewhere right there. Somewhere. Yeah. Right back here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere over here. Yeah, we got this like what during the summer of 2020, kind of like middle of the year. Yeah, I want to say August, That's August, September, right. somewhere around there. Yeah, but yeah, interesting. I, I gotta put our Teespring link in there because you can buy stickers too. Oh, yeah. So if you want stickers, you oh, can yeah, do you have the good one though? Which one's the good one? The die, the die cast one, well, oh. just, the, just the shape. Yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah cool. we got that one, and then we got like a square one, and then we got a black one. There you go. Cool stuff, bro. So I just felt like bringing all that up for some reason. He wondered what award, so I just went all out. Yeah, there you go. Just got to let the people know. Got new viewers coming in here every day. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we're going to try and get more awards. I don't know where we're going to get them from, but you know, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> So we're we're gonna oh. talk uh we're gonna talk sports, and we just saw that Rapid Dave just joined in. So we're gonna bring him in and we're gonna talk some some sports before we get into our Walter. Before we do that, oh my God, are we ready? Are we ready to do we're that? Ju- we're just gonna say it. We're not gonna. I'm not singing. All right, hold on. Let's bring Rapid <laughs> Dave in and he can sing. He can sing with us. <laughs> Rapid Dave. Oh. Hello. What's going on, man? Oh man, just living the best life. The best life. I'm telling you, just glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here too. All right, so it is Durf's wife's birthday. Yes. Today. Okay. It so is her birthday today. We're yeah. singing happy birthday. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Her name's Emily. Emily. Happy birthday to you. There you go. There we go. We're good to go. We just won another award right there. That segment right there, just <laughs> best podcast in America. Maybe right, maybe right behind strikeout beer, maybe. What your least favorite podcast? Ah, oh, that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> is that is the, there? It is it's right there. I'm staring right at it. Oh <laughs> boy! You want to tell people who you are real quick, and just in case I mean, we got we got like new listeners, people over here like commenting that I've never seen before. It's great. Okay, yeah, no, I'm uh, I, my name is Brandon. I'm Rapid Dave from uh, the podcast Strikeout Beer. I also do Rapid Dave streams on Facebook and Twitch. So I'm a gamer, streamer, podcaster, dad, granddad, cousin, brother-in-law, all that kind of stuff. 
You're a granddad? Yeah. I got three grandkids, bro. Wow. Yeah, they're not know that about you. That's um, you know, my my wife is a little bit older than I am, and she had kids rather young. Uh, she's got two boys, and her um her older son had a girl, uh, she's nine now, and then a baby la- about a year and some change ago, and her younger son had a baby about seven months ago. So yeah. Mm, yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. How's it feel? Does it does it suck or is it great? Like, does it suck to know you're great? You're like, man, I'm old as dirt. Well, they're not my they're not my kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, it's still, <laughs> but it's actually kind of it's really fun to be honest with you because um, the the older child she's like very independent, doesn't really care, but she likes hanging out, right? But uh, the the little one, the newborn, or the the year and some change, attached to my hip, man. Like they come over on Friday night, you'll see him on the stream. He pops up in my lap. We'll play some Fortnite together and have a good time. Nice. Well, Emily said thanks. She appreciated that. She said that we rival her second graders singing via the Google Meet today for class. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. We're in competition with second graders, and I think we okay. won. There we go. So, as always, um, first and foremost, we got to do the, the other sports. sports. You guys have a soundboard, right? Yep. Yeah, Just but we like we like we like doing that one manually. Oh, okay. That's you're, it's you're like it. it's the whole segment, man. Like it's all it's all starts with just just that. That's that's how you start the show. It starts with a great little everyone tunes out right there. Like just turn the stream off. It's great. Um, you're doing great. It sounds great too. Sounds fantastic. oh, that's good. I'm glad. So Jeff Bezos stepped down as the CEO of Amazon. This isn't sports related. I just wanted to say, I thought this was really big news. I just wanted to get that out there. He's taking another chair position. I read. Is he? Yeah. He just doesn't want to do the, doesn't want to be CEO anymore. I I think it's just because all the bad publicity he's gotten over the past couple of years. And he's just like, you know what? I don't have to deal with this. That's that's what I told the wife. Yeah. Dude's worth like $180 billion. That's after coughing up half of it to his ex-wife. Yeah, she became what, like a top ten richest person in the world after just divorcing him. That's all it took. My God, <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, Jake, I go for the Bengals. Sorry, just getting to that. Yeah, I go for the Bengals. Yeah, it was. Hey. Uh, thanks for thanks for. Uh, you can see the comments. That's good. Yeah, see all the stuff. When I forget that they're over there, that's good. <laughs> the got to work the chat, baby. Got to work the chat. Uh, the Bengals. What's wrong with you? I feel bad, but I'm from Kentucky. What do you want me to do? I'm from I'm from Western New York. I'm a Seahawks fan. Yeah, but yeah, there's no reason for that, right? You just like the Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. There's no reason. I'm not from Seattle or anything. Um. Are you so you're big in the NHL though? I know that Dallas Stars fan, eh? Oh, is uh, that? I I know that there's a team in Dallas. They they call themselves the Stars. No, nah, I love the Stars. They're great. <laughs> well, they're actually well, undefeated going into the weekend. Then they lost two in a row. I think uh, two nights ago they lost in a shootout. It was. It was a tough heartbreak loss back to back to Carolina. How many games are we in? Because I think I just got done looking up the Sabres record because of our buddy Matt brought it up. Mm-hmm. So I think, what, we like 10 games in? Uh, some teams are, some teams aren't. Stars got a late uh, start due to COVID. Well, mm-hmm. that's what we were going to talk about a little bit because apparently the Sabres' entire team got COVID, so they're shut down for at least a week. Um, the NHL is already kind of struggling with you know, money after what happened last season and it's just not a whole lot of views. NHL is not the most popular sport. And now you're going to be shutting down a week's worth of games for some teams. Yeah. Like it, trouble. 
It is. Um, to be honest, they said they were at stake of losing billions of dollars this season just because they have no revenue. You know what I mean? No one's going to the games. There's only certain stadiums that are allowed participants or fans in the stands. Dallas being one. So I'll be going to one here probably this month or next. Uh, it's just it's tough. You can't generate that money. The money has to come from somewhere to pay for the players. They don't have exclusive like great television deals. Um, I just don't know what they're going to do, to be honest. They're not in a bubble. No. So right. you knew it was going to happen, right? These, I'm not saying these people. I'm just saying people in general can't act right, and they're not staying at home. I mean, if, even if they are, they still have to go places every day to interact and train and do all that. It's just tough, tough yeah. break. Yeah, I, mean, I remember seeing that the the commissioner there for the NHL like right before the season was about to start he just said we might not even have it we might, we might as well just pull the plug because that's what he said billions of dollars were at stake it's crazy I mean I I'm glad they have it and we're allowed to go to games I just feel bad you know I, I hate to feel bad for billionaires but you know what happens if you can't you know if, if the players decide to strike they're not getting their money because let's be mm -hmm. honest being a professional athlete there's not a lot of longevity so you got to make your money now in case of an injury or in case something happens. Mm -hmm. So it is, it's just a tough time for everybody, I think. Right. And then it impacts the the sport long-term because now I look at the NFL, they're going to, they're, they're dropping down the, um, the cap space for the next season because mm -hmm. of the money they've lost. That's it's, it's going to end up impacting everyone. It, it just it comes back and bites you eventually. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Francis is in the house. He's running loose in the chat. <laughs> he likes money. Go sports. The commissioner of BS. That's what that should be. You should make a t-shirt. That's that's a t-shirt right there. That has t-shirt written all over it. Or that has that has that written t-shirt. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's unfunny in my head and I couldn't get it out in words. You're doing great. <laughs> Durf, are you? Durf is a Sabres fan, right? Or do you not care about hockey? Do you have an opinion about hockey? I've been to a Sabres game. I uh, I don't know. I don't follow like a team exclusively. I know I keep an eye on the Sabres, not like a diehard. It's not, I don't know. Just never got into it. I want to be into Been working hockey. on baseball this year. I'm waiting for the Kraken. I feel like I'll get more into hockey this next season with the Kraken coming. Seattle mm -hmm. Kraken. So I'm excited about that. But as of, yeah, as of right now, I was always a Penguins fan, but I never was just like, I was never diehard into it. I just kind of followed them. I was a massive Penguins fan uh, back in the day. I loved Mario Lemieux, Yarmir Yager. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, I was I was number sixty six until I got to high school, and I was number twenty five, and that's when I switched. But I mean, it was big time, big time. And um, a buddy of my dad's found out he's from Pittsburgh. He mailed me like uh, two or three of those massive containers, right? Uh, full of sports memorabilia, autograph, weedy boxes, the figures, all this kind of stuff. It's just sitting in storage. I'm like, it's amazing. I couldn't believe wow. it. Wow. And so I'm just letting it sit there. I'm like, nah, I'm not messing with that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, my my grandmother once had like thousands and thousands and thousands worth of dollars in uh, baseball cards back in the day. And then they all got ruined and flooded when, it, when her uh, like attic flooded one time and all gone. That sucks. Yeah. These these days, that would have been like a small fortune. Could have retired off of that money, but they're gone. Who has a great logo? The Penguins? It's just a penguin on skates. The Kraken has a, have a great logo. Yeah. I had to give me a Kraken hat. I had to work on that. Yeah. Just NHL.com, I think. It's, so yeah, expensive. I, um, it's like $80 for a hat. Yeah, they're crazy. 
But once Vegas uh, had their the Golden Knights, I jumped on that. I was like, if they, Vegas starts getting teams, I'm in because that's like my second favorite city in like the whole you know U.S. And uh, yeah, I was like on board with them, and they went to the finals, the Stanley Cup finals, the first year. But yeah, them, the Stars, they're kind of like I split time between them. But yeah, I mean, Stars are here in Dallas, so I gotta love them. Oh, all expansion teams in the NHL end up going to this <laughs> like deep into the playoffs. They basically just go, I want that best player from that team. I want that best player from that team. I want that best player from that team. <laughs> like you're literally get to just handpick a super team. It's yeah. the weirdest way to make a team I've ever seen in my life. I guess how else do you do it? I don't. I think it's awesome to be honest with you. I mean, it's just know, so weird. Guy. Yeah. Uh, look at this guy making appearances. Yeah, I was just on with Angry Artist a second ago. I'm I'm bouncing around today. <laughs> He's making his appearances. <laughs> Talk about courtside Karen. Oh my god. Hey, I want, I, let me uh, 2K worth of baseball cards. Very nice. And uh, it's the wrong name, Dylan. Make yeah. Rapid days getting around. I don't. I Dylan. Is that how you say that? How many times in your life have you been called Dylan? No, none. No one would make that mistake. <laughs> oh, what? we know someone. <laughs> <laughs> like I could, I could be... My entire life, I've been called Dylan. Well, that's the way your name is. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, name and whatnot. Yeah, your name looks funny. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess if you see this one, Dill, uh, that makes more sense to Dill. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, Dylan's great. Uh, both y'all, I, I've seen it spelled both ways, so it's, it didn't even really like dawn on me to call you something else. Hey, Dylan. I, I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen it spelled this way. I've seen this, but there's an I before the O. That's the one I usually see. Yeah. But with courtside, Karen, you know. What happened? I heard that uh, you talked earlier about some lady yelling at LeBron. Then LeBron wanted to fire back shots or something. I don't know. I don't know. It, this is the kind of stuff where this is how you know there's like no sports going on right now, like sports that matter. Uh, this is why I hate the, this is also why I hate the two week gap between the Super Bowl because then stuff like this leaks in. A- apparently, like LeBron eyeballed this chick's husband and like said something. I don't know. No one's telling the truth about what was said. I I don't know. No video. Uh, no nothing. Uh, uh, the phones and technology. We catch everything. It, we the, the phones turned on once the wife got involved. Yeah. So apparently, LeBron like eyeballed the husband. And they like exchange like one sentence a piece, and then the wife got in there was like, "Don't you disrespect my husband?" And then she took her mask off, so she's like screaming. They told her to put her mask back on. She refused, just kept yelling, and then she got kicked out of the game. And then she made this like sob story on her Instagram about how she was like yelled at and abused by LeBron or something like verbally abused and didn't deserve to be kicked out. Like, I don't know. I don't care about this at all. <laughs> Like I woke up and this was everywhere, and I was just like, "Why?" Like, I don't. Y'all can call me whatever you want. I don't care. But if someone's mouthing off to me, my wife knows that I'm pretty mild manner, and I'll just kind of sit there and stare at the person. Someone mouths off at me, she's coming over the top, buddy. <laughs> That's kind of how it is. She's pulling that razor blade out of her lip and start just. She's going to town, man. It, it, Tell me what you want. Call me a wimp, or I'm, I'm passive. I don't. I jaw every so often, but I usually keep pretty cool and calm. And then, boy, it just she turns into she's chunking chairs and stuff. She's not, she's going Bob Knight. Yeah, she's, she's going down there throwing chairs. Basketball player. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind. Of, I think I'm with you. I'd probably just sit back and just be like, "What do you want from me? Like, yeah. What do you want, stupid?" And then that'll probably even more inf- infuriate him. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he comes and starts throwing chairs at you. That's when that. Happens. 
I need every chair. It's going to be like a couple million, right? So just start. <laughs> there you go. You start, I'll just sit there and take it. Yeah. Uh, Dylan's a common mistake. Is that how people? That's probably how people spell your name. That's a very common mistake. I, whenever you like, you go to like a restaurant or like uh, somewhere that you got to like give them their name and they put on your receipt or whatever. And I, I always check my receipt when I get it back to see how they spelled my name. And I never, they never spell it right. And there's a list of crap I don't care about. I still think it's funny. Yeah, it is. It's kind of funny. I mean, I guess it, you know, it's, it's entertaining. I just, people report it like it was real news. This is yeah. Real news. <laughs> Anything LeBron does is real news to everybody. Um, yeah. I think you can get hurt if you call her Hispanic. She's not Hispanic. <laughs> oh, oh. My wife's Puerto Rican. There's a big difference, apparently. I don't think the courtside Karen was Hispanic either. She was just some blonde. I don't want her to start yelling at me, so I won't say anything else. (laughs) All right. Let's jump into other news. The big big news. The big stuff. Let's finally get into this. Unfortunately, we couldn't have Alan on. Alan is the Detroit Lions fan of of the two strikeout beer boys. He's busy tonight, but he did tell me He's he's okay with this trade, from what I understand. Uh, I absolutely think he should be. You he's pretty tell, okay. You want to tell everybody the trade? Yeah, the Lions and the Rams have started uh, the trading in this offseason, like one of the first trades, and it's a, went off with a bang. Uh, it's also funny, this trade happened the same day, uh, two years ago, Alex Smith went to Washington. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as big as a trade, a big of a trade, but it happened. Uh, the Lions traded Matthew Stafford to the Rams. That's it. They just, there you go. Here's Matt. And <laughs> the <laughs> and the Rams gave the Lions Jared Goff a 2021 this year, third round draft pick, a 2022 first round draft pick, and a 2023 first round draft pick. Just, well, so every, so, so, just so everyone's clear, that means the Rams will not have a draft pick in pending, pending more trades. The Rams will not have a draft pick, a first round draft pick till 2024. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, Jared Goff was the, uh, the last player to get selected by the Rams in the first round. They just, they don't make the first round apparently. I just don't care. So now, and someone said now it's a competition. Now the Rams and the Seahawks are usually uh, division rivals on the field. Now they're also division rivals when it comes to who's going to pick in the first round less. <laughs> I'm Darren. <gasps> Darren. Darren. I should have to strike out beer in Rapid Dave's dreams. What's going on, boss? Welcome yeah. to the stream. <laughs> the podcast. Well, I'm glad to be in the alternative choice for tonight. I know, Alan, you wanted Alan on here to, to talk about how bad and they took advantage of the Rams, but I can't believe Detroit made that or the Rams made that trade, to be honest. I, I don't understand what was going through their mind for Matt Stafford. I mean, was that story about uh what's his name? Goff talking about the head coach's girlfriend? Oh my god. I don't I I, I have a very strong feeling that someone made that up. You need to flash that up on the screen, dude, because it was like great. <laughs> and I remember I saw it, I think, on Notoriety. And so I put the gif of a pipe being made. <laughs> yes, yeah, saw that. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically yeah, someone said a teammate released a secret text message group where Jared Goff uh, basically said, you know, hmm, Sean McVay's wife says, I'd I, I, I tap that. <laughs> 
I can't think of what it was. Is a hot pipe? I'd pipe that or pipe that, I guess, or something. Yeah. Some. I can't keep up with the lingo. You young kids today. It's too much. You young kids. Yeah, the last, the last, my young kid was tap that. That's the thing. That's what we used to say back, <laughs> back in the day. I mean, yeah. the only way the Rams won this, there's only one way to look at this with the Rams winning, and that's they got rid of Jared Goff's contract. Yeah. Which they never should have gave him in the first place. He was going to be a $43 million cap hit next season. They have to take the dead money cap hit now for this season. Not like that's going to matter. Boy, oh boy. Because now they're, they're $22 million over the cap with the COVID cap for this season. I don't know how they fix that. It's going to cost them a lot when it comes to the 2020, uh, 2022 season, if they can make it through this next season. I don't know what they were thinking other than dumping that contract, just like you said. I mean, I don't know what's going through their mind. And this is kind of it's, it's kind of what I wrote about. Like when when people are saying they should go get Deshaun Watson, I was like, what are you going to do? What are you really going to give up? Because the Ra- uh, the Texans want picks now. You don't have picks to give them now. You're going to have to convince somebody. Well, if you want first round picks, they're going to have to be two three years down the road, <laughs> which. Which isn't as appealing to a team that wants to win now, like the Texans with the Lions. They're rebuilding. Like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. You know, give us your third round pick this year, and then we'll just steal them from you down the road, and we'll just completely handicap your future. Mm-hmm. I think right now, the Lions are definitely a worse team. But when you come, if you look towards the future, two, three years, the Lions will be better than the Rams after this trade, All in right. my opinion. I think this is the point where the Lions turn it around, and unless the Rams win the Super Bowl this year or next year, it's gonna get ugly fast. Uh, everybody, someone's losing their job for sure. Yeah, and they'll just blame it on this. No, no, whoever they want to get rid of, whoever signed off on it, and they want to get rid of these coaches, these uh, GMs or whoever, it's just gonna be. This is because you did this. So, oh my God, who do you think will win the big sports game? Ryan <laughs> loves sports. Derf, you got an opinion? Oh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I see it as good for Matthew Stafford. Get something different. See if he can do something this year. Because if he doesn't do something this year, then, I mean, like you said, it's going to go down real hell, hill real quick. Um, which does make it a little interesting that the that Detroit sent him there. I mean, the Lions don't want him to be successful anywhere else. So, Send him to a team that's on the fringe of you know to collapsing, then see what he can do and be done. But I don't know, it's just insane how the Rams just give up first round draft picks like this going out of style. They just but don't care. That's that's what they want to do. I mean, you know, the Texans the Texans did that with uh, Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, Laramie Tunsil with the Dolphins, with yeah. BOB doing all the wheeling dealing when he shouldn't have. Um, yeah, you got a sexy what third round pick for DeAndre Hopkins and a backup <laughs> running back. Yeah, solid, no yeah. problem there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm curious if uh, what Dan Campbell's approach is going to be with Jared Goff and presumably who they draft for quarterback this year. Um, what how he approaches that, you know, that death chart. So what pick do they get this year, or the upcoming draft? Mm-hmm. What pick is it? Like, what number? Oh, s- uh, I think it's yeah, seven. They're in, they're the, in yeah, the Eagles yeah. dropped to six after their loss, so the Lions are at seven. Yeah. Okay. 
there's going to be a quarterback there. They, they, they're going to be drafting one, right? I mean, Jared Goff is not the future either. Right. Yeah, I'm curious. I am curious what they're going to do with that pick because I, I think a lot of your top quarterbacks are going to be gone. It, it's going to be a weird year. I think the only only pick we know right now, I hate talking about the draft before. Oh, God. This, uh, is, this is like my big pet peeve. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is the only guarantee right now. Everything else is up in the air. You got Justin Fields. He's an Ohio State quarterback. No one knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen there. You got that kid out of um, BYU. Um, you got the kid out of North Dakota State, Trey Lance, uh, a couple others. Yep. So it's yep. there's plenty of quarterbacks out there. If they want to get one at seven, I'm sure there'll be at least one left, but. Oh yeah, yeah. Def- Jared Goff definitely is in the future. I would agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. What else is there to talk about about this trade? Not about it. Jared Goff went from soaking it up in California to Detroit. Sucks, right? God, that would Dude, suck so what bad. A kick in the nuts. <laughs> and Matthew Stafford, he gets the he gets to rest his injuries now by just sleeping on the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. Let me get let's do some comments before we get to the next thing here. Um, play a game. How many drinks will Rapid Day spill tonight? Is that a, that's a sounds like a fun game? Zero so far. Okay, I'm always always nice. I spilled a ton the other night when I got trashed on Sunday night. It's the whole. I was catching stuff with it was leaking through the table, and I was catching it with like my feet. <laughs> I was catching. It, I was like, oh my god, it's time to go to bed, bro. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> I, I don't think this comment happened, in my opinion. I think someone made this up because I saw it once and no one else ever reported it on it again. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it didn't happen. Right. Yeah, it leaked like months ago, right? Or something popped I up. I have no idea. I'm telling you, I saw that before. And then I was like, it's back again. Now they're saying these trades. I go, what? Over that? I was like, this happened forever ago. So it was obviously made up. So yeah. yeah. And they just brought it back after the trade. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones is a sleeper, apparently. I, I don't know. Do you want to become famous? Oh, I want to become famous. I, I, I just, oh my God, I can't deal with, I can't. Because now I got to go over to Twitch and delete it. I just don't want to. I'm too lazy. Just make me a mod. I'll go over there and start banning a ton of people. All right. I'll I'll do that after. Or have Ryan do it. Ryan, dude, he's the most ruthless <laughs> mod I've ever uh, dealt with. I have a quarter if they if they need one. The Rams need a quarter. I'm here for the booze and the pie. TJ is in the house. No Fortnite, but it's a good podcast. All right, on to the next one. Jason Winton obviously retired. I'm curious if he, if he's considered a top five tight end ever. There's a lot of great tight ends out there. I don't think he breaches top five. I don't. I, he might. He might crack top ten. I was supposed to do research on this. Maybe in the off season we do a lot of top ten stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of time to talk about that. Yeah. So we might do that soon. We might lead off with tight ends just just because of Jason. Excuse me, Jason Witten. I think maybe it's top 10, but his toughness and his longevity is definitely going to make him as an argument for like maybe the 10th spot. Right. Right. So. I, mean, I, I can rattle off like probably the top five just sitting here right now. There's a lot That's of great titles. Uh, you know, I can only go back to like the 90s and stuff, but you you know, there's there's several that. Yeah, you don't have to go back that far to find some of those top tight ends. I'm telling you, man. Um, but he's going to go to the broadcast booth. No. He's not going, Wasn't he no. in there already? No, he's not going back to the broadcast. He's not really. going back? Okay, good. Oh, they said instead of going back into the broadcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Durf did the notes, and I just read it wrong. Uh, be a coach. I mean, he, yeah, yeah, that's what he's doing. He's going to be the head coach for the Liberty Christian football team in Argyle, Texas. Okay. That's just right up the road from here. Hey, go say hi to your uh, buddy, Jason. Go, go do an interview. 
He's a nice guy. Maybe I'll go up there. Hey, Mister Witten, how are you today, sir? I do a po- wear that wear that sweatshirt with you. Wear the lease here. I run a podcast. It sucks, as you can see. But you can you do an interview for us? You can't wear beer stuff to like college or high. Well, I guess maybe college would be acceptable. Well, this is Liberty Christian football, so maybe not the strikeout beer sweatshirt. It might not work. It's not going to pan out. Yeah, probably not. Ryan Francis says he does love banning, though. Going to make dinner, but I'll keep the stream up. Okay. Well, thanks. Little lurk mode. All right. What are you What are you making for dinner? Uh, great podcast. Go sports and stuff. Private school. Oh, this is a private school. Also, he's only going to be able to coach the privileged kids. In mm. Argyle. In Argyle. Kansas City also placed wide receiver Demarcus Robinson and center Daniel Kilgore on the COVID nineteen reserve list due to close contact. Um, close contact means they could make it back for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Since they don't they didn't actually test positive, if they tested positive, yeah. that deadline closed like a week ago mm-hmm. to actually play. So they're just close contact. We'll see what happens. These are two important pieces. They would suck if they missed the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. They're gonna need everything they got full yeah. force to take down Tom Brady. Oh yeah. I have reason to believe that even if they do test positive, no one's gonna know. <laughs> it ain't gonna matter. <laughs> Because you think I about, I don't want to go full blown conspiracy theory, but I think you're right, <laughs> dude. Take out the whole receiving core, take out you know the center, the whole offensive line, because who and Mahomes too, because obviously Mahomes has got to be hanging out with the center, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, about he's literally that. touching his butt every single snap. You know, mm-hmm. we got his hands right there on the old knickknacks. It's yep. pretty close contact, if you ask me. Everybody's licking their hands nonstop. You know, the quarterback's <laughs> licking his hands. The center's licking his hands. Who's the one that always used to do that? Is that Drew Brees that does that before, like, every snap? Yeah. Every snap. It, yeah. And yeah. He's, he said uh, in the offseason he had to learn how – he had to learn to stop licking his hands because it would – you know, because of COVID. He's like, it's just a bad look. And honestly, it doesn't matter if you do it and during the game. But he right. said, I got to learn how to not do that now. It's, I've been doing it my whole career. Every snap. He still did it. Yeah. It's a little, it's like when you've been playing for how long was he in the league? My god, 20 years, 20 years, yeah. Kind of it's habit hard to break. Mm-hmm. All righty, time has come. It's your, it's your, it's your hoorah moment here, Rapid Dave. Oh, Super Bowl predictions. Looking forward to it. Yeah, isn't anybody else looking forward to this game like more than normal? I think you got the I Chiefs, you got this the is as good as it gets, new versus the old. I mean, bro gonna be awesome Tom unless, you're, unless you're a bills fan this is pretty good <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm okay with it yeah i know <laughs> there was someone else that was in the were chatting it up about the bills and whatnot and i was like you know alan's just still a youngster you know what i mean he just got to keep taking those 40 yard sacks multiple times throughout the game like just throw the ball away man just get it out of your hands and then you know he was under pressure a lot and and what we've already everybody's already discussed it all but yeah i hate that day he went out i would have liked him to uh, see him go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> You know, in due time, I, I next year possibly. There's such a trend with Josh Allen, though. Wild card round, he made some mistakes. And then they go to the divisional round, and he made some mistakes, and they end up losing that game. And then they go to the the championship game, and then he looks nervous again. He's like every single step he progresses. Like he looked really good in the wild card game. He looks really good in the divisional round. And then this year he gets to the championship game, which he's never been in before, mm-hmm. and he just reverts back to this like kid that's just looks nervous, making stupid mistakes. He's trying to do too much. 
that's just what he looked like again. Because last last year, two years ago, it was against the Texans. He like flipped that ball back to Dawson Knox for mm-hmm. no reason at all, just making stupid mistakes. So maybe next year they get to the championship games. Like, all right, I've been here before, and they can get over that hump. But then he gets to the Super Bowl. What Josh Allen are we gonna see? You know, we're gonna see the guy <laughs> making too many mistakes again, and then that'll rip the hearts out of Bills fans again. They're gonna lose a fifth Super Bowl that they've been in, or whatever time this is visiting the Super Bowl. Just had happy feet, you know. He'll calm down eventually. He'll get there. He'll, you know, but he was just under a lot of pressure. You know, defense came after him. The strong, they knew how to kind of contain him and how yeah. to rattle him, and he got rattled early. I would, I would say the AFC Championship game was probably, besides the week six against the Chiefs, the only other time that we saw this bad Josh Allen. Like the last year when they went to the wild card and they you know, imploded, that whole season he was up and down, and like a lot of you know. A lot of people were talking about, you know, it, what, what Josh Allen are we going to see in the wild card, and you no, know, it, it didn't pan out. But this year, he's been a lot more consistent um, oh, for year for three. Sure. Like most improved player, sign him up. I don't care if he doesn't get MVP, but most improved, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else would be out there considered for that? Most improved. That's a tough award. That's the one people forget about. Yeah. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, yeah, you saw they put up his stats. He went from twenty passing touchdowns to forty this year. I mean, yeah, his, his per, completion percentage went up eight, nine yeah, points. Went up when you eleven. Have, I thought old Beasley. They don't drop anything, so it helps. Right. Yeah, get them close <laughs> enough, they're going to catch it. So. The correlation <laughs> of his stats going up and then adding Stefan Diggs—that's eh, not a coincidence, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be, we're looking at good weather. Uh, I heard today on the day, via the Dan Patrick show they're calling for you know upper Durf has upper fifties here. They said seventies. That might be during the day though. They said rain showers in the morning, but it's going to taper yeah. off for the game. Yeah. Who First do we game. currently sit with for winning Super Bowl Fifty Five? Actually, I'm staying away from betting the money line or anything. I'm kind of taking the under. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest, man. I have zero idea who I think is going to win this game because the def- Tampa Bay has got a good defense, and if they can corral, get these receivers under control, somehow control or contain Tyreek Hill, but you also have to keep an eye on Travis Kelsey. And Mahomes is obviously very great at making plays. He can move around. So it, they're going to they're get worn down, I think. Because um, Can Kansas City go back-to-back? I don't know. I really don't know. It's Tom Brady to go back back. It is. And then you have Tom Brady, who's got the best offensive weapons he's ever had, I think, at this point. I mean, don't get me wrong. Gronk and Edelman, they were great. But you have Gronk. You got Godwin. You have um, uh, Chris, uh, Mike Evans. I was going to say, he still has Gronk. I know. But, I was- <laughs> but let's take away Edelman. Would you rather have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, like any of the – I would have any of them over Edelman. Edelman's fun and all. He's really shifty. He's a good guy. But I would take like any of those three. Yeah. Over Edelman any day. And then you have Scott, Scott Miller who says that he's faster than Tyree Kill. So I don't know if he's just crazy or he just got that on his, you know. Look, I don't know. He's fast, right? He looks mm-hmm. fast, moves fast, but no one moves or looks like they're moving faster than Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill literally made every defender on the Bills defense miss on that one play. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. it's the one where he stepped out of bounds. It was like a 30-yard game, but he stepped out of bounds at one point, got brought back. But he made everyone miss. Oh yeah, he's crazy fast. He's got that football speed. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. He got speed, is what it is. Who gets more catches between Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey? 
Kelsey, I guess. I would think so. Kelsey had, what, nine catches before halftime in the last yeah. game. It was insane. I Those kind of questions, dude, I try to stay away from because I don't like, – <laughs> I, I like prop bets and stuff, but I don't know. Like, Because it could be Tyreek Hill. He's only getting five catches, but he's got 200 yards. Right. You never right. – oh, boy. This is a this would be a tough game for me to handicap or even make a guess on because I really do think that Tom Brady and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win this game. The defense is going to hold up. Brady's just going to be chunking that ball around and uh, this outlast the barrage from uh, uh, Mahomes. When I think of that question, I think about uh, Winfield Jr., the rookie safety for the Bucks, and that man. If if you want someone that's going to be physical enough and fast enough to handle a Travis Kelsey in the middle of the field down the seam, Winfield's going to be your guy. And I and then you got God. Why am I blanking on his name right now? The linebacker. God, that's annoying. Devin White. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Devin White has been playing his absolute. If there was like an MVP for the playoffs, like the playoffs as a whole. I think Devin White would probably win it. That dude has been playing like a absolute monster. So between Winfield and White, I think you can corral Travis Kelsey pretty well. Tyree Kill, on the other hand, I, I, they do have physical corners, but if they're going to focus on Kelsey and let Hill try to beat them, I think Tyree takes it with catches here. It'll be a lot of checkdowns, a lot of get rid of the balls, get it to the fast guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Tyreek over Travis. Yeah. That's just me breaking down what I see personally. I mean, obviously, yeah. If you lock down Kelsey, then yeah, Tyreek Hill's gonna have more catches. Um, yeah, I think they have the, the. I think they just have the players in the right positions that are more elite. Like their corners just aren't. I don't think they're as elite as Winfield and Devin White in the middle of the field. Though. So I think I think they have a better chance to contain Kelsey. So I think that's who they focus on and let Tyreek Hill try to do his thing, but not let both of them beat him. That's what the Bills did. They let both of them beat him. Not good. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as you can keep up with the guy, right? You you play the ball, not much him. You know, that's how you get in trouble. You get It gets a step past you. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you're yanking on him, pulling on his jersey, you know, just trying to make up that space that uh, he's got you on. If you can play the ball and you can keep up, that's going to make the difference. Now, right. gonna, oh. He's just going to go blow by you. So, But focus on what – take at least one weapon away, right? Yeah, you just had to at least take one. You're not taking both. There's no chance. There's no chance taking both, unless you want Sammy Watkins. If you do take away both, you got Sammy Watkins. You got Demarcus Robinson. You still got McCall Hardman. It's not. It's not like <laughs> it's not like you don't have just Tyreek Hill and just Travis Kelsey. You still got a couple others you got to worry about. Yep. Not to mention Le'Veon Bell and Carlos Elaire. Carlos, not Carlos. Uh, Clyde Edwards Elaire in the backfield. Yep. And when he takes out the other t- a couple guys, that's when, you know, McCole Harmon or whatever scores like a touchdown or two. It, it right. seriously is crazy. I mean, this could be a shootout, but I don't know. Super Bowls, Super Bowls just kind of seem like they, I don't know. Uh, which coach is better for my boy Stan? Um, two very different coaches. Yeah. Two very different coaching styles. Bruce Arians literally called Tom Brady like garbage halfway through the season. Like, who does that? Nobody, nobody does that. No one. Especially when it's Tom Brady and he's the first season on your team, he's like, "Yeah, he's he's been playing bad. He's bad quarterback." Like, it takes a special coach to do that. Uh, but Andy Reid, my God, this guy 
we talked about it earlier. Andy Reid took the Eagles to three consecutive NFC Championship games, and now he took the Chiefs to three con- or well to host three consecutive NFC right. Championships, and then now he's taking the Chiefs to host three consecutive AFC Championship games, and now back to back to back Super Bowls, not back to back to back because they lost to the Patriots. Back to back Super Bowls. Andy Reid is by far the better coach, hundred percent. Yeah, I go Andy Reid. Not even I, I made yeah. that a lot harder than it need to be, but I just wanted to get my reasoning <laughs> out there. I like Bruce Arians. He's a funny guy. Literally called Tom Brady dog water, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. So you did you say you're taking the I heard you spit out there for a second. You were taking the bucks. I, I think I am. I am. I'm gonna twist my arm and make a pick, and it's gonna be the bucks then. <laughs> make a pick, dude. I know it. They're the first team to be at home during the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Ah, buddy, yeah. Give me the give me the bucks. It's gonna be a great game, though. I mean, yeah. I expect this to be like the most talked about, the wow, you know, game, all the big plays. Uh, as long as Tom Brady can perform. I mean, he's he got a little sloppy towards the end of the last game in the NFC championship, but you know, as long as he corrals it in and, and gets it in the neighborhood of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, they're gonna catch everything. You know what I mean? They they can anything in their their wingspan, they're they're bringing down. Turf. Uh, I'm gonna still, I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs still. You know, as much as I just want the the, the Bucks to just you know take it and just you know get the storyline out of the way where they play at home for the Super Bowl, Tom Brady wins it for another team, just just to get it over with. I I don't know. I still think the Chiefs haven't shown all their cards yet against the Bucks, and you know Tyreek Hill had what 200 yards in the first quarter. So, I don't know. I, I think this is going to be – I think it's going to be close for sure, but I'm going to take the Chiefs on this one. Yeah, I got to go with – because what happened with the Bucks and the Packers, mm-hmm. the Bucks absolutely destroyed the Packers in the regular season. And for some reason, when the playoffs hit, I was like, ah, the Packers, that won't happen twice. So I picked the Packers. Guess what? The Bucks repeated what they did in the regular season. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs have already played the Bucks. This has happened already. We saw what the Chiefs did to the Bucks. I'm not making the same mistake twice. I'm picking the Chiefs <laughs> to kind of repeat what they did. This is a Super Bowl and it's Tom Brady, so I think it will be close, but I will not make the same mistake twice. I will pick the regular season winner. I will pick the Chiefs. Uh, question for you guys, Fred Bolt. If Tom Brady wins, does he retire? If Tom Brady loses, does he retire? No. No. He's still got another year on his contract. He'll just, He'll keep going. He's okay. already talked about playing past 45. He's just, he's not going anywhere. Not a chance. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he is? Man, like you say, he's got another year and and it just doesn't, he looks good, right? He He's lost a step, obviously. He's 40, right? 40 something. But he can still throw the ball. He can still move around. He still commands the team. And now he's on like the best team he's ever been on. Yeah. Why would he just like stop all that? Oh, I'm done. I mean, if he wins, it might make it easy. If he loses, right. he keeps that bitter taste in his mouth, but then want to come back one more time, give it one more shot. This so dude's trying to put a ring on every finger. I'm telling you, <laughs> he can do it too. Why not? Why not at this point? Just get him a better O-line and a better running back, and oh, my goodness. Well, we can't thank you enough for coming on. You've been on here a few times, starting off the month of February strong. We had a strong January month. We're going to try and rebound here with a strong uh, February as well. Starting cool. off, starting off strong with Rapid Dave from Strikeout Beer and Rapid Dave Streams. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good night. You too. You too.
Alrighty. I didn't make a banner for Walter Payton Man of the Year stuff. No retire. Chiefs Tom can't throw and catch time. <laughs> yes, Stanley the Eagles fan. Yeah, we all know Tom Brady can't catch. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that was that was hysterical. It's just just his old old arms just kind of <laughs> didn't quite didn't quite make it. That Mal, I think it was Malcolm Jenkins though that was about to light him up if he would have caught it. So I think he yeah. he might have made a little bit of a biz- business decision there, like not diving for it. Just that's why just he split, that's why he's able to play still. <laughs> yeah, because he he makes those bis- dis- those those business decisions. He knows what he's doing. All righty, so let's get into our Walter Payton Man of the Year stuff. Yeah, Walter Payton Man. Of the year, award-winning podcast right here, folks. <laughs> On the fly. On the fly. Appreciate it. We appreciate we appreciate you. For those that are wondering, there's Rapid Dave streams. Go find it. That's the picture you're looking for. Make sure you're following him, and make sure you're following Strikeout Beer. There's that Strikeout Beer. Make sure you're looking for that. Great stream. Great podcast. Podcast is also part of Notoriety Sports Network. So. Get on it. Go hit that. Go hit that like button for him. There you go. All right, and their show is actually tomorrow. Uh, Strikeout beers on Wednesday nights. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So for those who are not aware, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award recognizes an NFL player for his excellence on and off the field. Hey, where have I heard that before? Hey. <laughs> That's trademarked. You can't. I'm, I feel like we should get on and off the field trademarked. Can we do that? Is that a thing? <laughs> oh. The award was established in 1970. That was the that was the merger year. It was renamed in 1999 after the late Hall of Famer Chicago Bears running back Walter Payton. Each team nominates one player who has a significant positive impact on his community, representing the best of the NFL's commitment to philanthropy. I said the word right. Haha. <laughs> in community impact, 32 players are selected as their team's man of the year and become eligible to win the national award. The winner of the award each year receives a 25, 250. Dang, I got it. I was trying to get through this without stumbling over anything. I messed up. He receives a $250,000 donated to the winner's charity of choice. And the other 31 nominees receive up to uh, $40,000 donated to the charity of choice. All donations are courtesy of the NFL Foundation and Nationwide Insurance. Yeah. Beer and fire in the chat from Strike Out Beer. Uh, definitive pie of the week, Durf. Um, hmm. it's not a very pie week for me. No, it's a birthday cake week. Oh, that's uh, so it's a birthday pie. Okay, are we doing birthday cake? So, I don't know. So, unfortunately, Alan, it's not a pie week, it's a birthday cake week. We have to go cake this week. Yeah, sorry, man. So <laughs> There's no definitive pie of the week because we're doing cake. Yeah. It is it is Durf's wife's birthday today. Hey. Groundhog Day. Oh yeah. Groundhog Day. Big day yeah, for long time, Bill. He saw his shadow again. I don't know why. Are people like surprised by this anymore? When's the last time he hasn't seen his shadow? Like, can we get the stats on this? I heard this morning that in the last ten years. He was only fifty percent right, 
But I don't remember when he. I don't remember if it was he had not seen a shadow or if he did see a shadow and was right. But can we all just agree that this has no impact on the weather? Can we just? Yeah. Can we all agree that him seeing a shadow or not seeing it's, a shadow doesn't matter? It's like literally, uh, a way to attract like tourism money into that town. Yeah, I guess it's a pretty cool town. I've been there before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Where is it? Uh, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. That's right. So yeah. that dude's basically. It's a pretty. It's a pretty cloud. Pennsylvania's a cloudy state. So it's pretty surprising so, that he sees a shadow. A little, little well, surprised by that. When you have all the lights on him. Oh, that's yeah, everyone's taking everyone's taking uh, flash cameras on a stage just lit up by uh, floodlights. Yeah, he's probably going to see a shadow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we kicked Rapid Dave. He got too drunk. He was spilling beer all over the place. Pie of the week. Yeah, what kind of cake? What kind of cake we talking? What kind of cake? Yeah, um, what is it? Tonight was a uh, yellow cake milk chocolate frosting. Ooh. And then we had at my in-laws, we had a, a tort cake. Mm. Which I don't, have you seen those before? Yeah, those are all good. The, all of the, the skinny layers, all the extra frosting and the sprinkles on the outside. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good stuff. That's real good stuff. So that's our cake of the week. Uh, Darren says pecan is the pie of the week. So there we go. We're letting Alan down. <laughs> Pretty sure if he's a vampire, you won't see a shadow. So are you calling you calling oh. the groundhog a vampire? That's a that's a show waiting to be written. Wait, has this groundhog died yet? Is this the same groundhog, or they keep like no. replacing him? He's died like fifty times. He's died he's fifty times. Oh, okay. So this is like not the same one. Okay. No, it's like the twentieth one, I think, or something. Uh, who knows? Okay, I just wanted to. I wanted to confirm that because I wasn't sure. Yeah. Triple fudge chocolate chick with car- oh my god, with caramel filling. Wow. Holy cow, that's quite the cake. That's quite the cake. Uh, <laughs> Don't trash the groundhog. You're gonna get. You're gonna get Bill Murray. <laughs> Is that how he got stuck in the time loop? Because he was trashing on Phil. Or is that I can't ever. I don't know why. I, yeah, I, I know. I've never the, seen that movie all the way through. Yeah, I don't think I have either. <laughs> That's a hot take, maybe. Oh. Uh, it's amazing. Triple fudge chocolate cake with caramel filling. It does sound good. All right, you can send that to us in the mail. We'll give you the address via DM. All right, now that we got through, now that we finally got through the comment section, they never say why, but it's obvious. It's obvious because he was digging on the dig, digging on the groundhog. Yeah, I, I never seen the movie all the way through. I had to fix that. So let's do some uh, coverage of the Walter Payton Man of the Year stuff. We'll start with our teams. All right. And I'm gonna I can share my screen as well. I mean I can I can God God bless it. I hope I can. Um <laughs> do, 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 do. oh I gotta click additional buttons to do this. Hold on. Here we go. Let me get this banner out of the way. Never seen it. I've watched it on a loop today. It's on AMC. I don't have cable. <laughs> All right, so we have the Buffalo Bills, Harrison, yep. Hot Dog Arms, Phillips, Durf. Yeah. You know, you know your man. Yeah. Um, so his, you know, his big thing is the Playmakers organization, and 
Hold on a second. There we go. I got, um, I got links too. I'll pull. It okay. So the the playmaker organization, you know, it 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 really is truly getting everyone to be inclusive, um, you know, and using sports as that platform, you know, for that positive change. I just, I just love it. You know, I think, you know, as a society, this is what we need right now. And, you know, as much as there's so much segregation, you just need the inclusion right now. And Harrison using, you know, sports is that, you know, that motivation. I think this really, you know, says something there. And I know like his, his biggest thing that he does with the, with the inclusion, you know, um, you know, he works with a lot of kids that have, you know, intellectual disabilities. Um, and he, during, you know, early COVID-19, he actually did something, um, you know, with, like with them, you know, sending out videos and, and uh, having them like complete chores or acts of kindness. And then, around the like around their houses and then you know instead of asking for an allowance payment you know have a, a meal donated in their name so you know he, he's really you know bringing that inclusiveness and then you know taking it the next step further and you know helping them do you know positive back to their community so i i don't know i, I just think it's you know just just awesome you know that he it's something he's passionate about and something that he is you know he just knocks out of the park it seems like you know since he's come to buffalo and it's just something great to see uh especially for the buffalo, buffalo public schools um with you know everything he did you know when the school started going virtual and you know getting with the pu public school system and um you know teammates and you know getting five hundred thousand dollars you know donated so they could you know fund for hot spots for you know over 2000 students um, so they can learn. And, you know, it's just, just, you know, a great way to, uh, you know, make a positive impact in the community for sure. Yeah. $500,000 donation from their week one game checks to provide funding for internet hotspots for 2,300 students when they went virtual. And that was working yeah. with, I would assume his Buffalo bills teammates. Yep. Yeah, and I think he did something, um, you know, like local public leaders and, you know, the Buffalo public schools, um, all their higher-ups. But, yeah, so in addition, you know, to the Playmakers organization, you know, he's also, you know, an athlete mentor for, you know, fuel up, fuel up to play 60, you know, the 60 minutes a day, um, you know, campaign that the NFL does, you know, 60 minutes of activity, you know, helps you live a better life. Um, so, you know, he's just – but he he really likes to mesh. He really does mesh all his stuff he does together and have that that sign that kind of um same goal in mind. So it's just really good to see that. Yeah, this is we've we've talked about him a few times this year because he's been doing so much. Like like down here, I just had he had the uh, local drive-in movie theater this past year. Yep. Um, for the 100 kids through his Playmakers organization. So he's done a lot of great stuff this year. And if anyone is interested, for those listening to the podcast, it's theplaymakers.org. Theplaymakers.org is uh, his website where you can learn. Apparently, starting, he's got some audio on here, coaching character provided by the Playmakers. Apparently, he might have a podcast now, too. 
So we go in here and learn about the Playmakers organization or foundation from Harrison Phillips of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Buffalo Bills nominee for Walter Payton Man of the Year. Um, Bob Money. Does anyone want Jimmy G? Probably only the Patriots. Probably. I don't think anyone's seeking out Jimmy Garoppolo. Or the Texans. Are they really seeking him out, though? Are they like looking around going, like, we really want Jimmy G? Like, that's the guy we're targeting. Well, I think if the if they were to, you know, get a deal with the, for Deshaun to go to San Francisco, I think it would be involved, you know, similar to how we have the Goff Stafford trade. You know, it would oh, be quarterback for, sure. for quarterback for sure. Right. I don't think that plays into the deal, though. Probably like they're not. not like they're not going to San Francisco being like we want to make this trade with you because we want Jimmy G. Probably not. Yeah, like, I'm going strictly based off of how he worded his question. Does anyone want yeah. Jimmy G? Like, I don't think anyone wants him. But if they end up with him, I don't think they'll be upset. But I don't right. think anyone's trying to like. It's not like people are going around like the Deshaun Watson trade. Like we want Deshaun Watson. No one's going. We want Jimmy G. Yeah. Um, so let's jump over to the Seattle Seahawks, who, if I am not mistaken, this year's nominee is Russell Wilson. Yeah. Russell Wilson's an absolute boss. Um, let me see. He has a website, right? Does he have a website in here for yeah. us? Yeah. Uh, it should be yeah. there at the Why Not You Foundation. Yeah, the word. It's uh, Why Not You. Let's see here. Oh, God, this makes me cringe. This is just because I'm a Seahawks fan, though. <laughs> the Why Not You Foundation announced alongside founder Russell Wilson and his wife Ciara our partnership with Betts Family Winery. Where's their mission statement? That's what I want. Nonprofit dedicated to education, children's health, and fighting poverty, empowering today's youth to lead with a why not you attitude. Our mission is to empower, change the world one individual at a time, one child at a time. Um, this is the part that we really want to talk about that he announced. He's kind of following the footsteps of LeBron James a little bit. Mm-hmm. LeBron James came out with his tuition-free high school where also if you graduate, you get a scholarship to go to college maybe. Is that how it worked? I think so, yeah. It was something about when you graduate, something about going to college as well. It's uh, cheaper to go to college. So kind of the same idea here, the Why Not You Academy brought to you by Russell Wilson's Why Not You Foundation, offers students a personalized approach to their education needs and an extension of the Why Not You Foundation's belief that high-quality education should be accessible to all students. Let's get that through our heads, folks. Yes. For some godforsaken reason in this country, schools' budgets are based off of property taxes. Why that is a thing, I shall never understand. So if you go to school in downtown use like regionally downtown Buffalo, downtown Rochester, downtown anywhere that property values are decreased a lot. Mm-hmm. Your schools are going to be garbage, yeah. which is completely asinine. So they're not given mm-hmm. proper education. The school will continue to inspire tomorrow's leaders to lead with a why not you attitude, just like all chartered public schools in Washington. Why not you Academy has a flexibility to innovate and tailor learning using a blend of relevant classroom learning and meaningful real world experiences. Russell Wilson does a lot of stuff. Um, Mainly, the one that most people know about is I believe it's every Tuesday. I believe. He goes to the Children's Hospital in Seattle. He's been doing this ever since he was drafted. So he's been there, what, nine years? Pretty much on a weekly basis, he goes and visits the children in the Children's Hospital. Just goes and visits. Sign stuff for them, hang out with them. 
and then he ended up putting a um, section in the hospital for parents to like you know be able to you know because it's a hospital mm-hmm. he built a section in the hospital for parents to be you know where it's a actual living space kind of where they can get away and kind of take a deep breath that's not right. just like a that's not just like a waiting room mm-hmm. so that that was the big big part for Ru- russell wilson uh, i encourage everyone to go to this website that we have that we're looking at right now where is it nfl.com slash honors slash man of the year because then you'll be able to look at all the nominees and I for Russell Wilson specifically, you can go to the why not org to learn more about the Why Not You Foundation. Yeah. This is I, a lot here. It is a lot. It's a lot of good information. Um I don't think they've announced the finalists for this yet. I think it's usually NFL honors night. So they won't we won't know finalists until I think Saturday. Um and then Sunday I believe is when they announce the winner during the Super Bowl. Um, and usually, I think it's like three three players. I think are finalists. Usually, I think last year, I want to say last year we had like Greg Olson and Eli Manning or something. It was it was like off um, off like big name players. But it'll be interesting to see who the finalists are, especially with uh, Travis Kelsey being in the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing anything about finalists right now. So you're probably right. I'm not sure of the mm-hmm. exact day they do it, but it sound, what what you're saying sounds right. Now, I can't stress enough that you go to these links that we're talking yeah. about. Like pause the episode, just go look at it, browse around. Especially because mm-hmm. we're not going to have time to go through all of them. So make sure you, on NFL.com/slash honor/slash man of the year is where you're going to find um, pretty much all of them. If anyone listening to the show right now, if Strikeout Beers in here, Alan, Darren, just throw us a team. Throw us a team, and we'll just we'll uh, look into them. Do you have any that you specifically want to look into? Um, let's see here. I think I had one. I think. I say, if you have one, go for it. Yeah, I think this is a fun one. If you go in, if you go in here, uh, we have Pierre Desir. I believe mm. how you pronounce his name. It, his picture, Durf brought this up pre-show. Um, Pierre <laughs> Desir in this picture is wearing a Colts jersey. He's nominated as the Jets Walter Payton Man of the Year, but he's currently with the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, figure that one out. Put those pieces together. Freaking fire. <laughs> um a big a big part of I like this I like this one and someone else as well. Um because he focuses a lot on anti-bullying i could not find a website for him but a lot of these nominees if they don't have a website a foundation for themselves they just do a lot of work with organizations that are already set up Mm -hmm. so he does a lot of work with hope giver um or samaritan's feet consists of individuals from around uh, around the country to raise awareness and funds for the organization during the annual gala hope gives pierre the recognized individual raises the most funds for Samaritan's feet person of the year. So many big words. 450 pairs of shoes were distributed throughout the Newark school system, which is in New Jersey, New York mm-hmm. Jets. Um, also hosted a virtual event, Plainfield Boys and Girls Club, to 
commemorate the donation for 50 children who will receive a hope tote with new shoes and socks. For those who don't know, if you weren't bullied in school or, you know, you were well off in school, shoes are a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a very easy target for kids that are bullied is their shoes. If you don't have the newest Jordans or you're wearing a pair of like white dad shoes or just torn up disgusting shoes or shoes that aren't even shoes, you're just, you're just wearing socks. You might not even have shoes. It's a very easy target to become um, a target for bullying. So mm-hmm. it's a big deal to be able to give these shoes to kids in the New York school system. Um, and you know, I, I, I can, I can read this all day. This will take us all night to read through everything to do, but this is the part that I singled out mm-hmm. because I, I, I wasn't personally bullied for my shoes. Luckily I was bullied in high school. So I focus on these athletes that do focus on anti-bullying. I know there's someone else in here, but, um, if you have someone else, um, we can look them up. Um, let me just peruse one person real quick. I saw the name of the organization and I was like, that's interesting. But I didn't get enough detail on it yet. And adds time. And while you think, I can just rattle off all the nominees real quick. Um, So real quick for everyone at home. For anyone that's watching, we're sharing our screen. So this kind of seems counterproductive because you could just look at the screen, but this is a podcast as well. So mm-hmm. for, the, for the podcast people, um, I have the websites on here. So I'm going to go this way. We already mentioned Harrison Phillips, Playmakers Organization, the playmakers.org. We got the Miami Dolphins, uh, who is Byron Jones. This, uh, he does social justice initiatives. New England Patriots, Devin McCourty. He and his twin brother, uh, they do the tackle sickle cell. Um, Tackle Sickle Cell Foundation, I believe. But that's uh, TackleSickleCell.org. And they do a lot of stuff with like blood drives and helping people with sickle cell disease get the the treatment they need. We just talked about Pierre Desir for the New York Jets. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Vance McDonald. He partners with Convoy of Hope a lot. That's like he he does a lot with COVID-19. He did a lot with his hometown um, when they got hit with a hurricane somewhere down in Texas. So that's convoyofhope.org. Baltimore Ravens, Bradley Bozeman, or Bosman, I'm not sure. Um, he This is the other one. Uh, he makes an impact with uh, at-risk children who are in danger of childhood bullying. So you can go to bradnickybosman.com. It's a little bit of a mouthful there, but bradnickybosman.com. Nice. Cincinnati Bengals, Geno Atkins. I love this one. He does the week of giving during the Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically, he does a lot of cool stuff, but this one, you know, you just does a bunch of different things. Like each day of the week, he's doing like shopping for people. And the next day he's handing out gift cards and the next day he's doing this. It's just like a crazy week of him just going off, like helping anyone he possibly can with all these different programs. Right. I've talked about that one before on the show. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett. He does the. He's a member of the Water Boys program, waterboys.org, um, building wells in third world countries, providing water. And, you know, there's a, if you go to the NFL.com website, there's a video on there of Miles Garrett doing the, uh, going to, he took a two week trip somewhere in Africa to do the, uh, to build a well. Good. It's a good video. Kevin Bayard of the Tennessee Titans. 
provides help to anyone in need basically in this community it's the bayard family legacy.org it's a fund basically raise money puts in the fund and he helps people in need with the fund mm-hmm. uh, houston texans michael thomas he's a social justice leader and he also has camp mike t which in that camp he helps p- kids do like sat prep act financial literacy he helps kids get ready to like to leave school virtually which is amazing yeah that's what we need in our education system we just mm-hmm. need something like that to prepare kids when they leave yeah um, so that's that's good on he does a lot of work with social justice he was kind of like the lead guy in the nflpa that um with the whole and hashtag and racism stuff that the nfl did mm-hmm. like the stuff in the end zone all the t-shirts the players yeah. wore decals on the helmet he had a lot to do with that um, and the Indianapolis coach, Jacoby Brissett, another social justice leader, and he did, has the hashtag breaking barriers effort, efforts, helping, you know, the minor uh, minority culture kind of, you know, get to places that they don't usually get into, you know, get like, like getting hired mm-hmm. as a head coach, Eric Bianami, <clears throat> you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. This was kind of a fun one. Josh Lambeau. Um, he does a lot with animal rescue and pet adoption change up the rhythm here pet it up yeah save the animals save the animals save the puppies uh we have kansas city chiefs travis kelsey operation breakthrough operation breakthrough.org are we going to go back to travis kelsey we will come back to him yes okay denver broncos justin simmons social justice and supporting youth education at the justin simmons foundation.org Las Vegas Raiders, Alec Ingold. He does a bunch of stuff. If you go to NFL Man of the Year, their website, this Mm -hmm. guy does a bunch of stuff. Um, Adoption stuff. Um, I was watching the video that's on there. He he literally admitted that he just goes from one thing to the next. I'm going to try and raise money for this. I'm going to try and do this next. I'm going to do this foundation. Mm -hmm. He just keeps doing it. He's just very active. Yeah. Oh, that's great. The Chargers, Isaac Rochelle. This Mm -hmm. This was interesting. He actually started hashtag CU on Sunday, I think it is. Okay. And encourages people to not use social media on Saturdays. Oh. His, his whole thing is social media is becoming toxic and mm-hmm. not an unhealthy behavior. So he's trying to get people to use social media less and just kind of, you know, remember that you're a part of this, like the, the mm-hmm. material world here, not. Right, not like uh, you know, have to always be on your phone. So that that's an interesting effort from him. I kind of actually want to look into that one a little bit more. Okay. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles, Rodney McLeod, Youth Development and Eliminating Barriers for Education and Healthcare. That's ChangeOurFuture.org is his foundation. The Washington Football Team, Jonathan Allen. Yes. Asha Bruce Youth Work Organization. Yes, this is the one that I wanted to talk about a little bit too. Um, I just think it's awesome. I was just reading, you know, following up on the information that's on the Walter Payton Man of the Year page for NFL.com. Um, so, you know, in 2020, you know, Jonathan Allen, you know, he's worked with the Sasha Bruce Youth Work uh, Organization. You know, he's in weekly counseling meeting sessions with youth in the community, you know, contributing to the rapid response funding initiative. Um, you know, him and his wife, you know, work with this foundation or organization. Um, I mean, it's really put a lot of time into it. Um, so, 
besides, you know, just doing counseling, um, you know, they're, they're doing, you know, financial and time contributions to the network, the youth work. Um, but I think this is really cool that one of their, their largest and most experienced uh, providers of services um, to the youth in DC is that this youth work organization helps young people find safe homes, achieve and maintain good physical and mental health, create and strengthen supportive and stable families, and explore opportunities in education and careers. They're like life coaches that are just there to help you. You don't know what to yeah. do? This, they do everything. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so then also the Jonathan and Hannah Allen and Innovative Lounge or Innovation Lounge, um, which is a multidisciplinary space designed by Youth for Youth, is located in D.C.'s only homeless youth shelter for minors, which is called the Bruce House. Um, the lounge offers a fun and innovative space to inspire creativity, open-mindedness, and the entrepreneurial spirit among homeless and runaway youth. The lounge is outfitted with Microsoft Surface Pro laptops, wireless access points, dedicated study and learning spaces, gaming and entertainment systems, and so much more. And I think this is just awesome that they, you know, they helped create a safe space for troubled youth, you know, help them figure out what's, what's wrong, help them get on the right path again, help them, just know what to do. And I think that's awesome because, you know, I, I've said it before, I probably said it before on this podcast, but you know, the, the youth are absolutely the future for, uh, for us. It's, if we don't set them up for success, we're, we're, we're screwed. And you know, what's that's really just really cool about the whole Walter Payton man of the year thing. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a number of different nominees already and all of them hit a different point of need mm-hmm. in society yeah and darren found us on youtube sweet hi darren <laughs> <laughs> we have you know harrison phillips with the special needs community we have people tackling bullying we mm-hmm. have people tackling homelessness we have people tackling like uh, at-risk youth we we have every single aspect of need. Even um, Miles Garrett, you know, yeah. helping third world countries and building well. Everybody is helping some um, group that is in need, and it's not just like everyone is focusing on this one demographic that needs assistance. Like we're not all focusing on homelessness at one time. Right. Everyone's got their own, you know. Uh, area of expertise i guess i'm not sure how to word it but yeah yeah like they're they're niche they're just helping yeah. so many different people yeah and I, this you know the, the more more people that can get involved with stuff like this you know the better off that we're really going to be and just to make this a better place to be in um and let's not shortchange like everyone else in the league because these are just thirty-two oh, yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, a are, lot of people on every team are doing is doing stuff like this. Yeah, these these are just thirty-two players that their own teammates nominated on each team. So, 
you know, these are just the highlights of, you know, what we, of what we're seeing in the NFL. So many more players are really doing a lot as well. And it's just great to see. Yeah. So let's see if we can, I'm going to run out of, cause we ran out of time for like research, but the New York giants, they have Dalvin Tomlinson. He does a lot with, uh, diabetes across the country and then also at risk youth in the queens community he grew up in the queens community very Mm -hmm. dangerous area i guess is one word you could use Mm -hmm. so he does a lot of work around there um just educating kids and he does a lot of visiting schools give speeches stuff like that just helping out the community that he grew up in and then dallas cowboys jalen smith uh he works a lot with this organization let me pull it up so i don't get the name wrong I, I thought this was this is different, but very cool. Mm-hmm. Alan Smith's Minority Entrepreneurship Institute, and basically what this is, it's a um, I don't want to say it's a scholarship. It might be. Is there a word on here I can use? <laughs> but it's basically he he puts money into this. A bunch of people mm-hmm. donate to this fund, this initiative, mm-hmm. and then. There's, you know, I'm just going to pull up what the Dallas Cowboys with a D. This is an alphabetical order because they put the numbers in here. So I don't have to guess. Hmm. So the whole point behind this is helping minorities get into the world of entrepreneurship because look at this gap here. The Afri- African American median net worth averages a dime compared to a dollar for white Americans, $17,600 versus $171,000 respectively. Median net worth averages just between the white and black community so this mei which is the minority entrepreneur institute um bunch of they receive 147 applications this was for this past year so in july they received 147 applications for minority representatives of 42 texas cities 10 finalists were invited to join the shark tank like a normal for five entrepreneurs competing for an investment the texas showdown showcase ended up investing six hundred thousand dollars in five new MEI portfolio companies and qualified several dozen companies for MEI Texas Marketplace, a mechanism that has over $13 million in combined deal flow. Jalen has pledged $2.5 million over 10 years to spur MEI investments and is adding co-investors across the country who share in the, the same beliefs. So just investing in helping people create new business, people of in my, the minority community just entering this new world of it's just it, uh, it, like i just got done saying it helps every single different port like right demographic of people in need like there's no i just feel like i i'm sure there is something left out but i almost it almost feels like there's nothing being left out with these all these people doing different things right um, yeah this is where we ran out uh i just got right. names at this point so now I really encourage people to go to NFL.com slash honors slash man of the year. I highly encourage that because I can be, I can just tell you for uh, the Green Bay Packers, Corey Lindsley, Detroit Lions, Trey Flowers, Chicago Bears is Jimmy Graham, the Minnesota Vikings, Eric Kendricks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Mike Evans has the Mike Evans Family Foundation. Let's take a look at that real quick. Yeah. We can still circle back to the Chiefs too. Oh, that's right. So let me rattle these last ones off. Carolina Panthers, Shaq Thompson. Atlanta Falcons, Stephen Means. New Orleans Saints, Demario Davis. 
Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson, the Why Not You Foundation, San Francisco 49ers, Eric Armstead, Los Angeles Rams, Andrew Whitworth, and the Arizona Cardinals, Corey Peters. Oh, I shouldn't have closed that. So we got <laughs> we got Mike Evans, uh, the Family Foundation Catch for Kids. Let's see. Let's uh, let's see if we can find a mission statement on his website. Do you do you know of anything? The goal of the Mike Evans Family Foundation is to support, empower, encourage, and motivate today's youth with an understanding that no goal is unattainable. We plan to give students a chance to reach the end zone of life, no matter who they are or where they come from. That's what I got for him right now. Well, let's jump over to Travis Kelsey. We'll wrap up the show with Travis Kelsey. I wish I could get rid of that ad, but I cannot. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> What's his foundation? And I'll look up the website if you want to talk about it. Um, let me pull it up here. I, Travis I Kelsey does Operation Breaker. Oh, that's right. Um, and he actually was the... They did like a charity challenge for... Um, you know, end of the year, and it, it was like a big social media push, and you know, Travis Kelsey ended up winning it. Um, this charity challenge, which was like extra money towards his foundation, I can't remember exact numbers here. Um, before the proverbial ink had dried on the new pack, Travis announced a $500,000 donation to Operation Breakthrough, which allowed for the purchase of a new building for the agency. Uh, let's see if we can. His focus has been fixed on his partnership with Operation Breakthrough. 80% of its clients live on less than $12,000 annually, while 65% of the children which Operation Breakthrough serves have experienced trauma or witnessed one or more incidents of violence by the age of five. Candidly, hmm. the, the agency has self-described its work as being focused on serving the poorest of the poor in Kansas City. Let's see if I can... Always, always try to look for the mission statement when I go to people's, when I go to these websites. Yeah. Operation Breakthrough provides a safe, loving, and educational environment for children in poverty and empowers their families through advocacy, emergency aid, and education. So, I'm the five hundred thousand dollars goes towards a new building to go up to provide those services for <clears throat> families in need, at risk youth, anything like that that's needed in the Kansas City area. It sounds that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. No, definitely. Um he has his eighty seven and running foundation that he does. Oh, I see in, that. In uh I don't know, like in blanking on the word would say. Um and like conjointly with uh Operation Breakthrough, which was the foundation he started in twenty fifteen. Um which he, to date, he has personally donated seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for charitable efforts via the foundation, with another two hundred fifty thousand scheduled to be made before the end of this year, as in twenty twenty. Because that is, this all comes out in December twenty twenty. So, um, but yeah, looking at a nice even million for ending twenty twenty with his uh, foundation there. Yeah, I just went. Just just type this in. If this see how easy it was, all I did was Google eighty seven and running and it just popped up. 
Mm-hmm. This is the try kind of information we try to push to our listeners. Yeah. Very simple to do. Um, he, he has right here in the first thing his website that they had over 1 million votes for their hashtag Walter Payton man of the year challenge. And they received 25 K to put back in the Kansas city community. So what does the 87 and running do? Our mission is to empower disadvantaged youth to achieve success by providing resources and support to their communities and cultivating their talent in the areas of education, business, athletics, STEM, and the arts. We seek to change the outcomes of underserved youth and communities across the U S by creating access to opportunities, enrichment and advancement. So kind of what, you know, what you were saying before the youth are the future. Yeah. You know, and the world's getting tougher out there for these kids and people like Travis Kelsey and others that we've talked about are doing their absolute best to try and better the situation and give them a path to success down the road because their success means our country's success folks let's, yeah. be, let's be entirely clear on that if they <laughs> fail we all fail yeah that's the, the cold hard truth there yes sir but hopefully we're on the right path we got a lot of people out there trying to do good in the oh, world yeah. So God bless their souls, all 32 of them and anyone else. I mean, that's like we already said, that's just 32. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of other people doing a lot of great work out there, not just in the NFL, a lot of great people in the NBA, MLB, yep. doing the same exact kinds of things. So we're going to end the show a little early tonight. We have a birthday that needs to be celebrated. So you enjoy that. Thanks. For anyone that's wondering, this has been on and off the field. With Durf and Dylan. We appreciate everyone that showed up, all the comments, all the likes. We had 20 reactions. People nice. just liking. It was it felt it feels good. Great. Yeah. And uh, we're both picking the Chiefs. So go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. And next Tuesday, post Super Bowl, we're officially be in the NFL offseason. Boy oh boy. Oh yeah. Regardless of what we're gonna be talking about that week, we will be back because mama didn't raise no wussies